Welcome to the Business Advisor Podcast, brought to you by the Business Advisor Academy. This podcast is dedicated to helping business professionals create, sell, and deliver high-impact and high-value business advisory services. Now, let me introduce you to your host today, Amanda C. Watts. Welcome back. And in today's podcast, I will be talking about how to position yourself as vital and the four stages that you have to go through. If you're not already considered vital by your clients, I'm going to be sharing some ideas around what you need to do to become vital. You're going to hear me talk of two kinds of business models, and you're going to hear this regularly because I talk a lot about the monster business and the freedom practice. The monster business is run by what we call OCD accountants, and the freedom practice is run by vital advisors. Let me just explain what an OCD accountant is. An OCD accountant is overworked, compliance-based, and demoralized, hence the OCD acronym. A vital advisor is the opposite of this, though, and a vital advisor is highly valued, highly paid, attracting better clients, having more freedom in their lives. These advisors are crushing it when it comes to making an impact and building wealth for themselves and their clients. I'm hoping that you're going to become a vital advisor. Some companies and people are vital. Others are not so much. In the 1940s, Joseph Duran coined the term the vital few and trivial many. This term came about after Duran continued his work on the 80-20 rule, which was originally brought to us by Pareto. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of this rule before. I'm just going to quickly recap. But Pareto observed that 80% of the Italian property was owned by 20% of the Italian population. Now, we can relate this also to your income. So probably the fact that 80% of your income comes from 20% of your clients that are high value, this is where the 80-20 rule works for you too. Now, you'll also see that 20% of your time produces 80% of your results and so on. The principle applies everywhere. Which means that this rule can be an incredible tool for growing the revenue of your accounting and CPA firm. So what we need to do is figure out which 20% of your activities will produce 80% of the results that you want. And likewise, this is works the same way, by identifying which 20% of your clients represent 80% of the revenue, you can then find more clients like that. How many times can I say 80-20? Um, however, if you can get 80% of your revenue with 20% of your best clients, you're going to dramatically grow your revenue and your profits if you focus on that 20%. It's going to give you higher revenue, fewer clients, which equals freedom, which is why I talk about the freedom practice. A nice idea, really nice idea. We all would love that. How easy is this to achieve? Well, we know that the 80-20 rule can be applied to pretty much everything in life, which means that there's 20% of accountants that are perceived as vital and 80% not so vital. Which percentage would you like to be sat in? Now, let me share with you the good news. And the good news is that in 2017, I carried out a survey. And that survey was of the accounting profession 
and I analyzed, I like, I analyzed, I think it took me about two years to analyze the results. And I spoke with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of accountants from around the world and determined that there were five distinct characteristics, char- ugh, should I try putting my teeth back in? Five distinct characteristics, still can't say it. Five distinct things that showed up for accountants, characteristics, that's the word I'm trying to say, characteristics that make a vital advisor. There are five distinct characteristics that make up a vital advisor. These are one, that you are valued. So vital, okay, V for vital, valued, and you're considered to be important or beneficial. Two, impactful having a major impact or effect on the businesses that they worked with. Three is trusted, the T out of vital, trusted, and you're regarded as reliable or truthful, and you're sought out by businesses so that you can be their trusted advisor. Then we have agile, the A for vital, agile, and you're able to move quickly and easily and adapt to the changes that are happening at a rapid rate every month and every year. And then finally, L is the lucrative. So producing a great deal of profit for your clients and subsequently making a great deal of profit for your own practice. And these five different areas result in you being a vital accountant. Now, if you Google the word vital, and this is the bit that I really love, if you Google the word, it describes the word vital meaning absolutely necessary, essential. And when we have that absolutely necessary or essential vibe going out into the world, when horrible things happen, like we had COVID or anything else happens, a contracting economic climate, when these things happen, you are not going to be thrown away. You're not going to be questioned on price and you're not going to have your clients say, oh, I don't really think that we can carry on working because we can't afford it. You are absolutely necessary and essential as a vital advisor. Therefore, you're the thing that they have to keep if things are getting difficult for them. So what I'd like to do now is dive in and talk about how you become vital. Quite simply, you have to offer a better service to your clients, a service that your clients deem essential. And this service is an advisory or a CFO or coaching offer, a coaching service. And here is why it's so important. The adage People buy what they want, not what they need, is particularly relevant in the context of an accounting firm that wants to expand its offerings from mere compliance to a business advisory offering service. This shift from compliance to advisory highlights a fundamental understanding of client psychology and market demand. So if we look at compliance services, whilst necessary, people need to be compliant, they are viewed as something that a business has to have and it's totally uninspiring. They have to have it to stay out of jail. They are the needs that businesses cannot operate without legally. However, Needing compliance does neither stimulate growth or innovation, and they don't offer a competitive edge for you, okay? In contrast, business advisory services represent the wants of a person. So when someone has a business 
and they are looking for support. They want to grow. They want to increase their revenue. They want to increase their profit. Listen to the language. Want, want, want. I want to grow my business. I want to increase my revenue. I want a better business. I want more freedom. I want more time. These are wants of people. And they address the ambitions of business owners. And what you need to do when you offer business advisory is align those wants, the desires, and the the need to innovate and expand and succeed at a higher level, align those with a business advisory offering. And when you get your business advisory offering right, you tap into what a client truly, truly wants. So instead of selling them what they need, which is compliance, and they question you on price, you sell them what they want, which is the advice that gives them their dreams and aspirations. And what you do when you offer advisory is you capitalize on the excitement and the potential for your clients to achieve greater success. And the value massively outweighs the mundane necessity of compliance. And remember, higher value to your clients means higher revenue for you. And this transition from compliance to business advisory signifies a move from a reactive to a proactive service and compliance just sticks around existing regulations. Business advisory anticipates the future challenges and opportunities and forward-thinking solutions that your business owner wants and they want to work with you. So the lesson here is sell what people want, not what people need. People will pay handsomely for what they want. They won't pay handsomely for what they need. Okay. The journey to becoming a vital advisor is a progression though and you're going to have to go through four stages and that's where I'm going to share with you now the four stages that you have to go through to actually become vital. Each of these stages have their own set of strategies, their own way of working with your clients and business focusing and if you focus on different things at these different stages you're going to work your way up to being vital or you could literally go from stage one to stage four which is vital immediately all right and what you want to do is strategically evolve your offerings and market position so that you can go from first stage which is obscurity to the fourth stage which is vital so the first stage is where you're selling a basic compliance service to pretty much everyone and anyone you can at this stage you're working with any client who comes your way regardless of fit or specialization the focus here is always on getting more clients. It's like, I need more clients, I need more clients. Please, can you just give me more clients? So you say yes to everybody that comes your way, and it's all about volume over value. This means that you have a wide range of services that you're being offered. You can't systemize what you're doing. You can't really have any flow in your work. You just take on a new client. And when you take on too many new clients, you end up then having to take on more team and you grow this monster business that I talk about. It's about volume over value. And your main competitive edge is literally selling on price, which is why we say you're in obscurity. At this stage, you struggle to establish a market presence and you don't have a distinct identity. You sell on price, as I said, and you have no differentiation in the marketplace. And this is where so many of my prospects and my clients come to me because they're really frustrated. And as, they, as I have been saying before, they suffer with OCD, overworked, compliance-based and demoralized. So stage two, a little bit more exciting. This is where an accountant and their firm might be seen as visible. 
This is where you have listened to us marketers and you have decided that you're going to have a slight shift towards specialization. You might embrace the concept of a hunting niche, which I talk about quite a lot, where you niche your marketing and you don't necessarily niche your entire business, but you niche your marketing and you go hunting for a certain kind of client. Maybe you've identified and targeted a specific segment of a market although you continue to offer a broad range of compliance services to this niche market. Your increased focus begins to build your reputation in a specific industry. Maybe the knock-on effect of that is less price sensitivity because you're, more, you're, you're perceived as more knowledgeable and skilled in a particular niche compared to where you were a generalist. However, you are still a traditional accountant. You're probably still struggling with overwork, compliance-based and demoralized OCD. And you are still creating that monster business. More clients, more team, yada, 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 yada. The next stage is more pronounced though, and this is where things get to be a little bit more exciting. You're seen as valued. Now you offer niche specific solutions, focusing exclusively on one type of client. So maybe you run a firm that has the majority of your clients could be personal trainers, for example. And maybe you have a solution to help personal trainers. If you are valued by your clients, they understand that you have some kind of expertise in personal training, as an example. Okay, They feel that you understand them, their needs and their challenges, and you are able to help them. They might turn to you and start to get advisory services from you at this stage. And this could be behind the scenes, though, and you might find that you're giving it away or charging a minimal fee. You're probably just getting pennies for your work still, even though you're niche and you have this specialism and you're watching, you're still watching your clients pay a business coach for support that you could or already giving them, but not charging them for. And I cover a lot about how business coaches are stealing your clients in episode five of the Business Advisor Academy podcast. So do hop on there if you haven't heard that one. So uh, just to reiterate, business coaches are probably still being paid at this stage. So you might be niche and you might uh, understand your ideal client, their needs and their challenges and their wants and their aspirations, and you're able to help them but you are not their advisor or coach. They pay somebody else for that. You're giving value, they value you, but the advisory isn't productized and they're not buying a transformational service from you. So it's ad hoc advisory. So you're not getting paid for the work. It's still transactional, not transformational. It's a good place to be. It's not the best place to be. We need to move you into vital. And this is the final stage where you become a vital, almost indispensable part of your client's success. You're recognized as a specialist advisor or a coach. You have deep and nuanced understanding of your client's fears, their frustrations, their wants and their aspirations. You know where they are now, you know where they want to be, and you know how to fill that gap. Your services are highly sought after and what you do is you get paid higher revenue, you're able to work with fewer clients, you'll be, you're able to make that impact. You're valued, you're impactful, you're trusted, you're seen as agile and you're lucrative. You're making money and your clients are making money.
And this is because the quality and the impact of your work is so significant and you're clear what you do and your clients are clear what you do and you get paid more, you get paid more often and you keep your clients longer. You end up being able to step off that feast and famine roller coaster and enjoy stability and you have the opportunity to become wildly wealthy as well. At this stage, you're not a service provider anymore. You are a vital advisor. So in summary, the journey from obscurity to vital involves a strategic narrow focus from generalist to specialist. It is about you taking a shift from competing on price with a menu of services and maybe even ad hoc advisory to competing on value and expertise with a productized transformational offer, leading you to a position where you're not just valued, but also considered vital by your clients essential. And remember, VITAL stands for valued, impactful, trusted, agile, and lucrative. And I don't know one accountant on this planet that wouldn't deep down want to be seen as vital to their clients. I know I want to be vital to my clients. And the reason why is because a vital advisor has all the luck. You attract the best opportunities if you're vital. You hire the best staff. You have the best team coming to you. You get the best clients if you're vital. You make the most money if you're vital. You win all the awards if you're vital. You have all the fun if you're vital. And if you want to be vital, you have to make it happen yourself. Nobody is going to come and save you. So if you want to be vital, it is your job to make it happen. So on that note, I'm going to wind up today's podcast and I just have one request from you. 74% of my listeners have yet to rate and subscribe to the Business Advisor podcast. If you're one of the 74%, please do hop on over to the platform you're currently listening on and subscribe and rate what you're listening to. I really look forward to catching up with you again soon and I'll speak to you in the next episode. So goodbye for now, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to the Business Advisor podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe, share this podcast and leave a rating and review. To discover more about how you can confidently build an advisory offer into your practice that your clients and prospects won't say no to, we invite you to join Amanda on her next webinar, How to Launch and Scale Your Advisory Offering. Join her by visiting businessadvisoracademy.com forward slash webinar. See you soon.